0: hey what's happening this is Isai Rodriguez host of the Dax Foundation podcast where I cater to the professional working man 40 and above who's looking to make positive changes to his health, lose weight and become stronger overall in simple, lifestyle changes. I'm here to share inspiration, tips, and proven lessons that I've personally learned and lived through in my 40 plus years of this beautiful blue planet. So today we'll answer the question, should you drink coffee on an empty stomach? And Then we'll move on to our second segment with how to master the perfect push-up arm position. And before we get into that, If you'd like to continue the conversation, then get on over to podcast.datspanation.com slash VIP to get on the VIP Insiders Community, where I share more entertaining behind-the-scenes stories, tips, and hacks that'll keep you feeling younger each and every day. That's podcast.datspanation.com slash VIP. Again, that's podcast. Dadspanation.com Slash VIP The in the know Starting right now Also, don't forget to rate me on iTunes By leaving me a nice, fat, juicy Five-star review And some absolutely beautiful words Of why you love the show so much It really helps me get the word out there And it's honestly The one place where your vote truly matters And now, let's get into our first segment healthy conversations so in this first segment uh today we're talking about um or we're addressing the question should you drink coffee on an empty stomach so i shared an interesting article with my vip community a few days ago on this same topic and i thought you know i I thought we'd talk about it here today because for the most of us you know for most of us getting our coffee fix first thing in the morning is more or less an absolute necessity. There's no questions about it, you know? And let's face it, there's truly no better alarm clock than a warm mug of your favorite brew. And even though, uh, you know, even though drinking coffee has tons of health benefits like uh, protecting your brain from dementia, there are actually some health risks associated with drinking coffee Uh, particularly on an empty stomach that we should be aware of. So for starters, coffee can take a serious toll on your digestive digestive system. You know, all that java basically jump-starts your stomach's production of acid. And if you haven't already eaten something, the acid could end up damaging your stomach's lining, which basically leads to things like indigestion and heartburn. This also holds true for decaf coffee for you, you know, decaf coffee drinkers out there. (laughs) Don't think that you're not, you know, you're excluded from this because you're not. The same premise holds true for uh, decaf as does, you know, regular coffee. And to be honest, you know, that's not the only risk. So, so drinking coffee on an empty stomach can give you, you know, jitters, shakes and other withdrawal effects, including mood changes. It can also increase symptoms of anxiety as well as boost your heart rate, your irritability levels and your, you know, inability to focus. And that's a big one, actually, considering that it's been recorded like we're on record um, that us humans have less of an attention span than a goldfish. I'm sure you've you've heard that one before, but it's true. You know, like, so why would we? increase this you know <laughs> this deficit of not you know of 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 not having an attention span all that long you know like it, it, it's 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 crazy it's ludicrous you know not being able to focus because of your preferred method of caffeine intake it's it's not good you know what i mean it's also been found that Sipping on that cup of joe first thing in the morning actually sabotages your internal clock. Your or, or you know you, uh, what do they call it? The, your cir- circadian rhythm. And, he- and here's what I mean. So your internal clock, this uh, your your circadian rhythm. They, uh, it releases a hormone called cortisol when you wake up. This makes you feel alert and energized. And now contrary. To what you might think, the research has also shown that consuming coffee actually decreases your cortisol levels overall. So so let me translate that (laughs) for a second. You know, more often than not, that early morning pick-me-up will in fact backfire on you causing you to feel sleepier rather than, you know, the other way around. And now, of course, some people have consumed coffee on an empty stomach for years and felt completely fine. And if that applies to you, then by all means, continue drinking, you know, continue on. If if you've been drinking for years and you have not encountered any of these um, issues that I'm describing, then by all means, you know, keep doing what you're doing. If it ain't broken, don't fix it. You know what I mean? I'm not here to pass judgment on you and your coffee drinking habits. I'm just bringing to light the possible health risks you might encounter. And so for everyone else, it's recommended to pair your caffeine fix with a hearty breakfast or at least a snack if your stomach isn't rumbling and you're, you know, you're the type that absolutely cannot eat in the morning i actually came across this little article because i've noticed that in recent years like the past year or so i've been getting heartburn more often than not and so i started looking into reasons and contributors of heartburn and i came across this article and and, and a lot of it made sense because i do you know for for the longest time now um, i've been the type that you know i wake up and the first thing that i do after brushing my teeth and getting dressed or showered or working out like the fir- first thing i do is that i put that fresh pot of coffee on and i have a you know i have my cup of coffee cuz i just have to have it you know but in doing so a lot of times i have my coffee an empty stomach and like i said i've been noticing that more often than not recently you know in recent years i've been getting you know heartburn more often than than i normally would so anyway not sure what your thoughts are i would love to hear them though so if you could if you would (laughs) drop me some comments and let me know what you think and while you're doing that we'll move on to our second segment mighty man So in this segment of Mighty Man, we're talking about how to master the perfect push-up arm position. So first off, um, let me start by saying that push-ups are one of those core fundamental types of exercises that everyone can and should do. They can build muscle tone and strength in your upper body. Not only that, but some other potential benefits include improved cardiovascular health and better support around the shoulder joints. But the reality is that practicing push-ups especially if done every day does come with a few risks like lower back pain wrist pain and even repetitive stress injury to the elbows or as it's more commonly known as a carpal tunnel of the elbow or tennis elbow. And no matter how many years you've spent mastering the perfect push-up, the minute your muscles start getting tired, your form starts to go out the window. Your hips start to sink, your arms get all shaky, and it starts feeling like you can't make it through like another rep without collapsing in on yourself. Trust me, I know the feeling all too well and if you're like me, then I'm sure you know the feeling too. But according to Shelby Smith, an exercise uh, physiologist and health coach based in Rhode Island, the best way to combat all of this and get things right until the very end of your set is basically to focus on the placement of your elbows. And that's what we're gonna talk about now. So something as simple as the placement of your elbows is the difference between finishing those last two sets of 10 or 15 pushups or more or less crashing onto your chest after your arms and shoulders simply give in. So according to Smith, you'll be able to tell when your form is starting to go south simply by cueing into the way your arms are moving. So basically paying attention to your push-up form or the placement of your hands, elbows, wrists, shoulders, chest, etc. As you make your way down toward the floor and back up again. Like all the movement from the initial um, the initial plank position all the way down and then back up what she actually said was this and i quote the most common mistake people make when performing push-ups is allowing their elbows to flare out meaning that when you do push-ups you know when when doing push-ups you need to keep your elbows tight to your rib cage but many don't do you know, many people don't do this. Either because they don't know how to do push-ups properly, or they just don't realize that they're doing it. And don't feel bad if right now you're thinking, dang, this is totally me. My elbows flare out when I do push-ups. Because I'm the number one offender, to be honest with you. Every time I do push-ups with my trainer or my wife, who's also a trainer and fitness director, they both hound me to keep my elbows in tight. So trust me when I tell you, I know what you mean, dude. I'm right there with you another mistake that Smith talked about was how many people hold their elbows up too high as in if you were to draw an imaginary line from your left elbow to your left shoulder then to your right shoulder and finally to your right elbow the line would be almost a direct straight line this is not good so basically you'll know your elbows are too high Because if they're in line with your shoulder joint when you're going down in your push-up, you know like this creates way too much stress on the front of your shoulders which keeps you from fully benefiting from the move. And it usually leaves you with some sort of post-workout pain in your upper body and shoulders. So what you want at the end of the day is for your pecs or your chest muscles to be doing most of the work and your triceps should essentially be spotting your chest you know they should be assisting kind of like when you're lifting a heavy bench press and you have someone spot or assist you so that your form doesn't get all squirrely you can stay on point and maximize each rep that's kind of the same job of your triceps in doing a push-up it kind of helps keep your form on point and assists in the up and down movements and ultimately you shouldn't be relying on on your shoulders to keep you moving so if you're feeling it in your shoulders then your form is most likely a little off but don't worry because the fix is really simple actually <laughs> all you have to do is make a few small tweaks to your up and down movements to to make sure that your elbows never go beyond the recommended you know 45 degree angle when you hit the bottom of the move so first check that your hands are slightly wider than your shoulders with your fingers facing forward and slightly fanned out so like kind of spread out with a little space in between all your fingers so your fingers should always be facing forward and never inward so that you've got uh, you know a nice solid grip on the floor again with your you know fingers kind of spread out. And then when uh, lowering yourself to the floor, imagine that you're twisting a mason jar with your po- with the palms of your hand. So you want to be twisting outwards. This subtle little change in your form helps lock your elbows in at a 45 degree angle. and then think as if you're pulling yourself down toward the floor. So again, on the down movement, keep your elbows in by thinking as you're, as if your palms are resting on mason jars. And you're twisting outwards as you pull yourself down toward the ground. And so now, when you push back up, think about pushing the floor away from you. Kind of like, have you, have you ever been in a... <laughs> In a shoving match with your brother or sister, or maybe even a best friend or a bully in school, where you kinda got into each other's face and then you'd shoved that other person to kinda assert your dominance? Or is that just me and my experiences growing up in New York? Not sure, but it's it's kinda like a kinda like a shoving match. You want that same energy, that explosiveness. You're showing the floor who's boss, basically. Get into a shoving match with the floor, if you will. But here's the key when shoving or pushing the floor away what you want to do is you'll want to be sure that you're firing up your core and squeezing your quads and glutes which will help your body move in a straight line and help prevent those elbows from flaring out to the wrong position now you might want to do this a little slower at first to get the hang of it you want to go down slowly so you can focus on your mason jar twist and pull and then slowly bring yourself up with a good shove now don't shove so hard that you end up locking your elbows out this is also not good i've made this mistake too where i shove so hard like i explode up so hard that i end up locking my elbows and that kind of (laughs) hurts you know like yeah you you want to shove hard but you also want to control it a bit so you don't lock out your elbows at the same time that's kind of where the actual workout comes in it's in the whole explosive yet controlled movements you know that those up and down explosive movements with with, um, with a certain amount of control. And listen, if you're feeling that your form is starting to slip and suck up that manly pride of yours, drop to your knees and finish the set from there. You have my full permission to do so because form is always, always, always more important than finishing your set. So remember you guys, to truly maximize your pushup results, keep your elbows tucked in tight and strong. Use some explosive up and down movements, but always with some control. So that's it, you guys. That's my show for today. I hope you found some valuable information here. And if nothing else, I hope I've entertained you for a few minutes and was able to bring you a little manly sunshine to your day. Thanks for taking some time out of your day to listen to me. It's very much appreciated. On next week's episode, we'll be going over how to use the eight dimensions of wellness to set up healthy boundaries. So you definitely don't wanna miss out on that. And if you'd like to continue the conversation with me, get on over to podcast.daspination.com slash VIP. To get on the VIP Insiders Community where I share even more raw behind the scenes, stories, tips, and hacks It'll keep you feeling younger and younger each and every day. That's podcast.dadsplanation.com slash VIP. Again, that's podcast.dadsplanation.com slash VIP. Be in the know starting right now. Also, don't forget to rate me on iTunes by leaving me a fat, juicy, five-star review and some absolutely beautiful words of why you love the show so much. It really helps me get the word out there and it's honestly the one place where your vote truly matters. Till the next chat, take care now, bye.